Hi, this is Bob, and today I have an interview with Through the Kitchen Hole. Through the Kitchen Hole is from Wisconsin. This band is as, as original as its name. They do music to their standard. Even though this band started as a cover band, this band offers a unique musical experience that is not to be missed. And here is my interview with Through the Kitchen Hole. I wanted to thank you guys for taking time to speak with me today. Thank you for reaching out. First off, I I wanted to ask you about the name. How did the name come about? So Zach's parents' old house had a hole in the wall between the kitchen and the dining room. It's more like a visibility thing. And his dad was in the kitchen and Zach was in the dining room. And he just said, pass me that thing through the kitchen hole. And <laughs> it kind of stuck, and we didn't really think of anything better. So, <laughs> How was the recording process for Snake Eyes? It went well. Um, a lot of it was done at my place. All the guitars and bass were done. Um, we recorded DIs for everything, and then just reamped in the studio. So in the studio went really smoothly because we had a lot of the hard stuff done already. I think and then, felt, yeah. And then for the all the extraneous instruments, uh, that was all done into a microphone live in the studio. And I did um, violin, two violin parts, viola, cello, piano, and organ all in the studio um, over the course yeah. of the session. And... Uh, it was just a lot of fun to get to do something on the album that wasn't just, you know, electric guitars and bass and drums. Um, we feel that it really added something more to the to the whole concept of the album. Yeah, and you pretty much did all the string parts in like one take too, which made wow. it really smooth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a, it wasn't too bad. So, and speaking on the parts. I wanted to know if you could talk about my favorite song, which is Cathedral. Oh, sure. Okay, yeah. Uh, um, that song kind of happened accidentally at like three in the morning. <laughs> we were like most of the structure in one session, and the key changes that happened were accidental at first, and then we were like, this is actually really cool, so we should try to do more with that. Um. We wrote that a long time ago. That was like beginning of 2019. That was one of the first songs we wrote, I think. Yeah. We wrote that one like right after we wrote Deep and then kind of connected them together. And then for the, because they, everything um, musically was written before any of the lyrics were written. So... Um, because we had those two songs connected together, I wanted to make them connect lyrically as well. So um, Deep is about um, somebody loses their life and gets um, abandoned by the other person. And then Cathedral is from the other person's perspective of feeling the guilt of not being able to save that person and how that can weigh really heavily on your heart um, for the rest of your life. So. The beginning sounds of that song. Um, can you tell me what instrument that is? That is a guitar. Well, it's two guitars. 
Um, so we have Sustainiacs, which are like this bridge or uh, neck pickup replacement that basically takes a signal from the bridge pickup and feeds it back into the strings. So it like creates physical sustain on the strings. Um, so it's just a sustained lead line that's harmonized and we're not picking anything. It's just the Sustainiac doing all the work. Wow. Um, which yeah. was really fun to mess around with this because we wrote that part pretty much right after we got Sustainiacs. And we got a more of his like a gimmick thing just to mess around with, but then we realized this could have some cool effects in certain places. Um, I think the only other place we used it was the Bridge of No Surprise. I can't think of anywhere else. That sounds that right. Yeah. I wanted to ask you each, if you could pick your favorite song, what would it be and why? Toby, you can go first. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. Um, uh, Memento Mori just hits different, I feel like. It's so <laughs> different from all the other songs on the album, which might be why it's part of why it stands out. Um, but it was so fun to record all the horn and saxophone parts, and we brought a couple friends in to play. And I think that one is the one that changed the most between the demo phase and the final product. Definitely. But other than that one, I would pick Sands of Time probably because that was the one that I thought the hardest about <laughs> as far <laughs> as writing goes. Um, for me, Snake Eyes is my favorite. Um, it's my favorite track on the album. And... It's just, there's something about it that is really, like, concise and to the point with it that I feel like the other songs don't quite reach. Because with Memento, you know, there's so many solo sections and, you know, we do uh, meter changes with the time signature and it's, it's all over the place but in a really great way. But I think with Snake Eyes, it's really heavy and I love that. And then it's just like, here's the nitty gritty right um straight to the point we're gonna hit you really hard the whole time like it's like unrelenting and that's why i like that song so much i also had a really fun time with the lyrics um at the time that i wrote them i was listening to a lot of eminem <laughs> uh so i kind of wanted it to be i i mean abby took it very well but i wanted it to be very strong with a vocal part and for it to really go someplace so um I had a lot of fun with with that song and I think that's why I like it so much so yeah also Snake Eyes um I wrote the intro riff for it like a couple months before we ever touched it again and then Kate just kind of brought it up and was like I like this riff like we should try to do something with it and then the rest of the song happened that day yeah so that was very all of a sudden and then there were songs like Exordium and Sands of Time, which took like over a year to write fully. So yeah, it's I also one of the easier songs. I also wanted to ask, how did the band form? So Zach and I have known each other since middle school, like early middle school. Um, but I didn't start playing guitar until my freshman year in high school. There, so we've known each other far longer than we've been playing music together but our senior year we wanted to play something for the talent show at our high school 
So we got together and Zach's dad played bass and our old drummer was playing drums and we just had someone from our high school singing. Uh, we played one song. We played Kryptonite by Three Doors Down. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, we were like, this is fun. Like, we should um, try to play something. There was like a benefit concert at the end of the year um, called You Gonna Rock. So we were going to prepare a couple songs for that. And then we decided to try to play through the fire and the flames. <laughs> so we spent like six months learning that song and we, we pulled it off. Yeah. And Kate joined during that time and Abby joined during that time. Um, and then after we all graduated, we didn't really think about stopping. Like we never talked about, oh, do we want to keep going? It was more of a just like, okay, now what? So, I mean, we've all just been in it for fun um yeah Braden, like i see that you've joined the call now yeah i don't think zach realized i was available so here i am <laughs> <laughs> if you want to talk about when you came on board yeah this is Braden, our drummer hey how's it going um going great yeah so i joined through the kitchen hole um a little bit later you heard toby say there was an old drummer um so i knew about them already um but hadn't heard a whole bunch i just i had a benefit uh concert that they did you gonna rock at memorial in eau claire um and one day i just kind of saw on my facebook feed that they were looking for a drummer and i i didn't think much of it at the time i was just kind of like oh, i might as well might as well try it you know because i kind of I, I wasn't aware that they were as serious of a band as they were. Um, <laughs> I say they, I guess I can say we, I still feel like, <laughs> I still feel like the new guy. Um, and yeah, I guess they came to me and just, we tested out a couple songs and I guess, I guess they liked what I was doing enough to let me, uh, let me join in um, and be the new drummer. And yeah, I was, I was really shocked to see how seriously they took a lot of stuff, and I was very happy to kind of go uh, head first and really start start taking the drumming thing a little more seriously. Yeah, we had like 90% of the instrumental stuff for Deep written at the time we were auditioning, and we kind of sent it over to Braden. It was like, here, like this is one of our songs that we're writing right now. Like, what do you think a good drum part to fit this song would be? So first time we played together we ran that song as a band for i think the first time yeah and we we're like okay like this is this is perfect and we were tight and it was i mean it was kind of a no-brainer yeah and the thing with brayden is that he always puts himself down but he takes it just as serious as we do and he's really committed a lot of time to this and you know for all of us this is a hobby band you know we all have day jobs um you know, half the band, you know, works in an office. Abby's a teacher at an elementary school. So, you know, it is a hobby band, but we do like to take things seriously and we do like to put out a good product and put on a good performance. And Brayden has really added a lot to um, to our performances. Uh, he's really great on stage. But then also like what he came up with for Deep for that first, day that we played with him uh we knew that he'd be a really good addition to the band so it was a no-brainer to 
have Brayden hop on this train. So it was also a big ask to do all of the drums in two days in the studio. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it was, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> I also wanted to ask you, uh, speaking of performing, um, what can fans expect when they see you live? Well, um, we started out as a cover band, as Toby kind of went over um, learning a lot of songs that people already know and like to sing along with or dance to. So we play a lot of like 70s, 80s rock, some 90s hits and some more modern hits, but mostly, you know, classic rock is kind of where we pull a lot of our cover songs from. And while we're a cover band, you know, that gives us a chance to work on music um, that we want to write. And so big influences for uh, our own original stuff is Stuff like Avenged Sevenfold, Muse, and Metallica. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a lot of the same stuff that we listen to. So this will play quite a bit of those too. But the older people of our shows don't just like leave if we play four Metallica songs in a row. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Metallica they like more than Avenged Sevenfold and Muse. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you come to a live show, we're gonna, you know, if it's a four-hour show, we don't have four hours worth of original music, so we do play a lot of cover songs still but we are incorporating our now released original music into our shows um so we have a show coming up this sunday in menominee um that will be playing songs off the the new album but we'll also be playing you know classics like welcome to the jungle and um you know stuff like that so and i also wanted to ask what can fans look for next from the band well, we'll see how long it takes us this time. You know, three years is kind of a long time, but um, <laughs> we've already kind of looked into what we want to do next in terms of what kind of album we want to put out. Um, thinking probably another concept album, but maybe with a little more linearity through it. Toby and I have sat down a couple times and just worked on some small things, but nothing really solid yet. But we are planning on writing more music and doing another record so yeah we started writing again before we even put this album out just because it had been so long tweaking things for this album that we didn't have a lot of creative outlets anymore so Mm -hmm. you know we were in the studio finishing stuff and then i would go home and write some riffs and be like it's way too late to add it to this album but i'm gonna write anyway yeah (laughs) I mean, the mixing process for the album really took, I think, a lot more time than we originally anticipated, but that's just because we were working, you know, with a pretty professional studio and didn't realize how much time it would actually take, but we want it to be as good as it possibly can. Yeah. Yeah, our first mixing session was, like, we came into the studio and just sat there and listened and tweaked stuff for, like, a full day. Yeah. Yeah. We weren't close to done after that and we're like oh like this is more of a process than i think any of us predicted it would be yeah seven eight months of just mixing and mastering yeah we the recorded drums and guitars in december so it definitely shows in the final product thank you 
I also want to ask you, is there a way to get merchandise from the band? Yes. Heck yeah, yeah, there is. On our website and Facebook page. Um, Brady's kind of the merch guy. Do you want to explain? Yeah, I can talk about that. Um, Yeah, I'm kind of the one that set up the whole site and um, products you can get on the site. So we go through a um, a third-party site um, called Spreadshirt. It's pretty popular, um, but we have our own like web page shop on there. Um, that link can be found pretty much on all of our socials, um, one way or another. Um, either you go on just the the website. Oh, is he gone? <laughs> yeah, I think he cut out. Um, I will continue until he gets back. Uh, our band <laughs> website, ttkhband.com. Um, at the top, there's a tab that just says merch. Or not. My, my phone timed it out. Um, oh, he's back. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll just repeat a little bit what I said because my phone timed out. Um, but yeah, you can get pretty much every item imaginable on there uh, with our old logo. Um, that was made before I joined the band and then with our new logo. Um, so yeah, we have a pretty, um, in-depth or a pretty large merchandise, uh, store through Spreadshirt. Yeah. It's like shirts, hats, sweatshirts. You can get, um, like a mug or like a mouse pad. Stickers, row pillows, apron. it's kind of silly. Like but... Towels or something. There's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that I haven't even put on the website because there are just so many weird options. Like there's an option to do a bandana for your dog. Um, <laughs> so if anyone listening wants that, I can add it to the site. But uh, so far that hasn't really been a uh, popular demand. So has anyone ordered an apron? I don't think I've seen. No, but I think it is on the site kind of it is as a joke right now yeah (laughs) (laughs) and i want oh go ahead i was just gonna say that like all the money we make from the merch goes directly towards um you know the production for the album because you know we're not again we're not in this for the the money or anything like this is a hobby so um if people do buy merch from us it's really helpful and making really good music so and kate i wanted to ask you if you could pick your top bassist who would it be oh i'm a cliff burton girl through and through it's getty lee all the way (laughs) also getty lee is is really amazing the thing i love about cliff burton was that he was such like a driving force for metallica's early stuff like he did a lot of the writing and it shows not saying that Metallica got worse after Cliff Burton, but you know, like Call of Cthulhu is really amazing. Orion, um, Orion. But then Getty Lee, what I love about Getty Lee is that um, he is a multi instrumentalist out there on stage. Like he is doing the vocals, he's playing the bass, and he's got his keyboard in front of him, and he's got the, the foot keyboard in front of him yep. while he places his feet. So I just love that he's able to go out there and, you know, he's stuck to the mic. When you're the lead singer for a band and you're playing an instrument, you're like stuck to the microphone stand. 
and you can't like move around, but he really puts on a great show while playing multiple instruments at the same time and singing, you know, it's just great. So. And Toby, if you could pick your top guitarist, who would it be? Uh, it's, it's gotta be Sinister Gates from Avenged Sevenfold. Like his, his lead stuff is so much, so far above like pretty much anything else in that style, I feel like. And his jazz influences too, because Kate and I played in jazz together in high school. And once I kind of got familiar with the jazz language, listening to Avenged Sevenfold again, I was like, wow, there's so much more happening beneath the surface like that you don't pick up on right away. Yeah. Um, as far as rhythm guitar goes, James Hetfield, of course, he's just a monster. And then Matt Tuck from Bullet Front Valentine writes a lot of amazing riffs that I try to take inspiration from. And Braden, if you had to pick your top drummer, who would it be? Well, if you didn't guess by my Getty Lee drop, uh, name drop <laughs> there, uh, Lush is my favorite band of all time. So Neil Peart, hands down. Uh, I don't want to say is my favorite drummer. I'm going to say he is the best drummer uh, <laughs> because any other opinion that. is wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but yeah, I, yeah, Neil Peart is definitely my favorite drummer just with his speed, his rudimentary skills and his creativity. I mean, it's just everything. Um, just, yeah, everything that he does is just super mind blowing and, I was lucky enough to see Rush on their last tour, and you know Neil always does like you know forty-five minute drum solo. Oh, sure. Um, and it was just it was phenomenal. And yeah, I would I definitely say Neil Peart. If I'm if I have to pick another, I would probably say Brooks Wackerman, um, the newest Avenged Sevenfold drummer, just because he is such a technically um, like perfect drummer. He um, a lot of people would say that the Rev, their original drummer, is better. I respectfully disagree, um, just based on the technicality of his playing alone. It's just incredible. Brooks has played with so many different groups, too. Yeah, yeah. he's been with, he like, so much Nation experience. B, even. <laughs> yeah, yep, exactly. <laughs> yeah, first time I seen Neil was uh, the Signal Store, and oh, it was yeah. absolutely amazing. Yep. Just an awesome drummer. Otherworldly, really. I wanted to ask you each, lastly, if you could give a message to your fans, what would that message be? Mm. Just one? <laughs> Just a Just single one. message? <laughs> I think I'd say... I think I'd say that, um, you know, nothing in this life is permanent and that is good and bad um so take it how you will but um you know for us we're putting music out there that we know isn't gonna you know last until forever you know we're not beethoven or metallica um but i think it's good to import uh good to remember uh how each musical influence that you listen to um is going to have a lasting effect on you whether it's permanent or not Yeah, I mean, that was pretty good, Kate. I don't know how to follow it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess my message is it's a it's a little similar, but it's it kind of goes to the the type of music that we play where it's like, you know, even if it's not 
the type of music that you normally listen to. We really hope that you can still appreciate what we're playing as a band and still understand that we love what we're doing and we love the type of music that we're producing. Um, even if it's non-traditional, you know, and we hope that we can kind of open some more eyes to a different type of genre that isn't just like classic metal or classic rock kind of in between progressive and metal. Sure. Yeah. When we're writing stuff, we're never thinking about, Oh, like what is our audience going to think of this when we play it live? We're always thinking, okay, well, we like the way that this sounds, so we're going to go with this. Yeah. And we're never going to write something that we don't enjoy or want to listen to. Um, every time we write something good, or that we think is good, at least, we're all listening to it later um, just because we like the sound of it. So it's never about like trying to write something that's going to be huge and like gather a ton of people or just i mean it started as writing for fun because we enjoy it and we haven't lost any part of that so yeah and that is key um you know i try to tell a lot of bands when bands will ask me you know my opinion on on music in general and i always tell everyone that first and foremost be yourself if you put on a flagpole, someone's going to salute you. You're not the only person in the world that likes what you're doing. Mm-hmm. You just got to find out who it is. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, you know, for us, this is a hobby band, and we're just trying to have a good time and do what we like to do. So, you know, we're not going to sell out and make music that people expect us to make just because we want to make money. It's more than that to us. So. Yeah, and also if we're the only people that like the music we're making, then whatever, I'm still gonna listen yeah. to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's in my playlist on Spotify. It's not getting taken out. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to thank you guys for speaking with me today. It's been an absolute pleasure, and thank you for delivering such a great album. And times thank like you. this, we all need a little escape from the craziness that's going on in this world. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having us on. Thank you. And uh, please feel free to update me at any time when any new news comes about. Oh, sure. Yeah. And I'll be be looking forward to the next one. Yeah. Um, And we keep our Facebook pretty updated. So that would be the place to go to see any news about anything. So. Well, thank you again. You guys have a great rest of your day. Thank you. Yeah, thank well. you. If the writing process for this one goes uh, like the last, we'll talk to you in three years. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be here. All, All right. right. See you then. All right. Take, take care. care. I'd like to thank you for listening to today's podcast. You can sponsor the podcast. Just click that button and you can be a member of the family. And remember... Come see me for a fix.